Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So the question I have for you today is drive. Can you give it to others? Now listen, according to dictionary.com, drive can be defined as an inner urge that stimulates activity or inhibition, a basic need or instinctive need. That's a drive, a human drive. We're driven to do things. Motivation, on the other hand, is defined as a process that arouses, sustains, and regulates human behavior. In the search for organizational development, some very interesting observations uh, are out there for consideration. And as an executive coach, I see the same complex, redundant patterns repeated over and over. And these patterns of behavior are consistent enough that, well, they warrant some discussion or more detailed examination. So that's what we're here today for. We're going to talk about drive and motivation and what's the difference between the two. Because many struggling managers are under considerable stress for the performance of the teams they lead. And, and they should be. It's, it, that's, that's the job. And because I'm not emotionally or politically involved as a coach, my objective view can really reveal something that they cannot see themselves, or worse, something they choose not to see. So here's something that I think you're going to find remarkable. Most people are struggling for performance or outcomes or numbers because they have the wrong people in the jobs or they have the wrong people in the wrong jobs and in other words we we have this we have the wrong people limiting the goal for profitability for systemization and really just the outcome of most of the processes that we manage and underperformance is commonly a result of a manager's fear F E-A-R. Fear to be completely objective or independent of the politics that exist in all organizations, especially when it comes to people. And when, when you look at an organization from the outside with absolute clarity, you can see often the source of the challenge easier than they can see themselves. So our human nature, it is human nature for us to be social or nice to others. And this often prevents us from being clear with others. Now, in the words of Brene Brown, I love this statement. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. We have to be clear with people about their performance or we are being unkind. It's very important for us to be kind with people and be clear with them regarding their performance. And this also exists when we join an organization and experience the complex relationships that already exist. We eventually become another part of the organizational fabric in the new company. And what's strange about this is that it creates a question that we have to answer on this podcast today. This is the root of 
your time here with me today is can we provide drive for others? Can I make someone else have drive? Can we stimulate that inner urge? And the answer is both very complex and, as you might guess it, very simple. One hand, we cannot control another person's inner response. However, we can provide external stimuli that might derive the proper response. I know it sounds complicated, but it's really not. So he, he, here's the deal. Is the response in other people temporary or permanent? That's the question. Motivation is usually a temporary condition while drive usually exists over long periods of time. So let me say that again. Motivation can be very temporary. We can be motivated to study for a test, but drive is necessary for someone to complete an entire degree plan. So the job of any manager is very simple when they hire employees with the requisite capability. People say, what is capability? Capability is the combination of skills and knowledge. When we hire people with the right skills and, and knowledge, along with an inner drive, we get magic in the workplace. The challenge happens when we allow people to exist without these things without the skills, without the knowledge, without the inner drive to get work done. And this is something all organizations face. We, we start to compensate for their lack of skills and knowledge, and the actual compensation activity becomes the new normal. I see this all the time with CEOs backfilling into the incompetence on their teams. In other words, they have someone in accounting that's not very financially sophisticated and they have to backfill to help the person add sophistication to the team. And that's sad because, well, add the emotions of people who are struggling, and they know they're struggling. Either way, the incapable individual and the organization adjust, and everybody's working at a level of mediocrity. Isn't that crazy? Add the emotional bonds that develop over time and the political implications that are always present in every organization. Every organization has politics. And this lack of clarity for performance is not only created, but it's reinforced. It's made common. It's made normal. It's made the way we do things. And this means we can slowly begin to accept behavior and outcomes that might not be tolerated otherwise. So this level of dysfunction that I see in organizations as a coach, as a consultant, it's in all organizations because it's very hard for someone in the organization to see it themselves over time. So drive must begin inside each individual and cannot be inserted by someone else. Driven employees with the capability to perform are the difference between success, existence, or even failure. Let me say that again. Driven employees with the capability to perform are the difference between success, existence, and failure. Crazy, huh? Hiring employees that have exhibited driven tendencies in the past or in other parts of their lives should be the first result you seek from your behavioral interviewing process. So when we're interviewing, we need to look for drive in other parts of their lives. 
And you can identify this in many ways. Individuals who have struggled to accomplish educational goals. You know, I had this uh, young African-American female who was 31 years old with three kids tell me in one of my classes that she was finishing her bachelor's degree. That is a driven person. Now, people may also have fitness goals. If you see someone who is physically fit, there is a drive to exercise or any other long-term goal that is a clue for identifying whether or not they are driven individuals. Now, in other words, they have to be driven to do hard things in the past. If they've done that in the past, that's a really good indicator that they may have drive for your organization. Not always, but it's a good indicator. Now, the second most important examination of drive with, is with your current team. If there is nothing that drives an individual externally, in other words, they have nothing in their lives that drives their behavior, their activity, or even dominates their time away from work, you might be very surprised to find drive for your organization in their goals. In other words, if they're just not a driven person in any other thing in their lives, they may not be driven about your organization. And the only way, the only way to know if drive exists in others is to know the individual and what they are involved with away from work. And, and drive might be as complex as managing a big project to success, or it might be as simple as the determination to attend work regularly and always be on time. So when leaders attempt to inspire drive in others, they, well, they learn that they cannot provide it for another individual. And this is a hard lesson for us to learn, this whole idea of drive and motivation. If you find yourself compensating for a lack of drive in some of your people, you probably have the wrong people on your team. Let me say that again. If you find yourself compensating for the lack of drive in members of your team, you probably have the wrong people on your team. So be willing to look objectively at each person on your team and determine if they have the drive to be successful in that job. That's your first challenge. And, and why do we do the things that we do? What is it that drives our behaviors? Psychologists have proposed some different ways of thinking about motivation, including one method that involves looking at whether motivation arrives from the outside, otherwise known as extrinsic motivation, or from the inside, otherwise known as intrinsic motivation. And we're going to talk about these because they're both important. And researchers have found that intrinsic motivation, that motivation that comes from the inside, and extrinsic motivation, that motivation that comes from the outside, have different effects on behaviors and how people pursue their goals. So in order to understand how these types of motivation influence human action, it is important to understand what each one is and how it works. So here's your definition. This is your definition of extrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation occurs when we are motivated to perform a behavior or engage in an activity to earn a reward or avoid punishment. We call this the carrot and the stick. In other words, the reward is the carrot, or in some cases pay, and the stick is punishment. It is getting fired, is it getting demoted, it is losing money. And in 
case you engage in behavior not because you enjoy it but because you or because you find it satisfying but you do it in order to get something in return or avoid something unpleasant that's extrinsic motivation some writers call it management management 1.0 we are going to pay people to do a job but guess what you cannot pay people to love a job now what is intrinsic motivation what is intrinsic or internal motivation intrinsic motivation involves engaging in a behavior because it is personally rewarding essentially performing an activity for its own sake rather than the desire for external awards essentially the behavior itself is its own reward so what is the moral of this podcast what is the what is the nugget i want you to leave with you cannot make someone love broccoli you cannot make someone love the work they do hire people who have been driven in the past use behavior interview questions like what is something difficult you have done that you are very proud of that's a great question what is something difficult that you have done that you are very proud of now if they tell you something like they taught themselves how to play the guitar that's that's drive folks you want those types of people on your team another great question is what is something that took a lot of time and dedication to accomplish well they might tell you you know I went back to school to earn my master's degree while working full-time Wow that's that's drive that's drive so with your current team look for people who are self-motivated at work you should not need to convince a sales professional to make calls and prospect for customers if you have to make them do that they're in the wrong profession or they don't know how to do it remember the skills and capabilities piece they have to have those along with the internal drive and don't accept mediocre effort mediocrity is contagious it is a disease it is infectious and I'm not saying that everyone must be a 10 on a 1 to 10 scale, 10 being top performers, but you need people around a 7 or an 8. Do not accept 5s on your team. And I mean 5 when it comes to effectiveness in their jobs. Now, remember this. I want you to put this on a poster. I want you to write it on your boards. This is the concluding thought that I want you to have as part of this podcast. You get what you tolerate you get what you tolerate you train what you tolerate you train what you tolerate and most of all you deserve what you tolerate you uh, you deserve what you tolerate so my question is are you crazy enough to hire driven employees are you crazy enough to get rid of people that you have to motivate to do their jobs, that you have to help them find drive to do their jobs. Are you crazy enough to win? I'm going to tell you, the team with the best players win, no matter what. The team with the best players will win most of the time. And if you're struggling, if you're struggling from a performance standpoint, if you're struggling to get the outcomes that you seek, it is almost always a reflection of your team and the people you are willing to tolerate this podcast is for people who are crazy enough to go big 
crazy enough to hire people with drive. Are you crazy enough to win? Until next time.